Hello, friend. Come on in. Nope. Okay, wasn't just me. That was oddly jarring, and I miss the door creak? You too? Okay. Yep, we're gonna get that back. Where were we? So, out at sea, there was a sandbar, and then eels, and then the red ghost showed up. Aha, and then the storm. Ooh, we're in for a big one today. I hope you're ready. Let's not delay any longer and get right into this. Article 9. The Ghost in Red. So. Oh, did you get some new pillows for the chairs in here? Yeah, I did, actually. Do you like them? Yeah. Yeah. I like sciatica pillows. I like them. They're like memory foam. I mean, if we're going to sit in here all this time, I need to make sure that you guys are comfy. Where's the tea? It's behind you. On the tea table. Oh. Oh, yep. Okay. This is a little tea goblin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Patrick. How do you like your tea? No sugar black, please. That would be great. Okay. Thank you, Tea Goblin. Do you want any honey? You know what? I will take a little bit of honey. Okay. Could I just have milk in mine, please? No. This is a dairy-free establishment. Oh, oh, right. Okay. What about oat milk? Don't give me that look. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) we're not vegans here miss (laughs) (laughs) anyway so here we go this is very clearly a action sequence this is very clearly a bad time hi guys welcome to the bad time so this is what you've got facing in front of you la rosa blanca now has wind a storm is on the way which means at initiative Five, the storm is going to hit you and you will start to take hits and critical hits from the storm until you get out of it. You've got the red ghost behind you. At initiative three, the red ghost will catch up and boarding actions will happen. So we're turning to cross them perpendicularly. So laying out the scene visually, you've dropped your anchor and you've cut hard to port right? What you've essentially done is a maneuver called club hauling or an anchor turn. And in nautical terms, it is a very risky maneuver in which you tack your ship, which means turning it into the wind. And by dropping one of your anchors and letting it snag on the bottom of the seabed, you then use the ship's momentum from being in the wind to sharply turn in a 90 degree or 180 degree turn. So right now, you have turned 90 degrees. So yes, currently, you are perpendicular with the red ghost. So are we on course right now with the direction that we are facing? Currently, no. And if you continue to turn, you will actually be going in the opposite direction of Makaro, which will tack on some time. It's going to be really bad if Shade finds out. Let's just put it that way. So as far as approach goes, are we approaching with the ship or are we approaching also individually? The scene right now is that there is going to be ship combat 
And then there's also maneuvering the ship through the storm and through these eels. Yeah, both. What I mean by that is the eels were an entity of their own. They were a monster, technically. So they got raises and they got to attack and things like that. Now, because of the situation, they have become what is mechanically known as a hazard. The only thing you can do with a hazard is you can leave the area that the hazard is in, or you can brave the hazard. You cannot fight the hazard. What I mean by that is you can get the harpoons and like try to fight these eels, but there's really no stopping them. They've just become so frenzied that they are an element of nature at this point. They have a threat level now. So if you're going to brave the eels, characters involved in the scene collectively must spend a number of raises equal to the hazard's threat rating in order to brave it. The eels are a threat rating of eight. There's so many things that are putting this fucking ship at a disadvantage and I love it. Evan, what are you doing as far as approach to this particular situation? Well, he's still manning the helm, so definitely sailing. I'm at this point thinking resolve because he's going to want to hang pretty tightly until we get past everything. I'm thinking finesse and aim. Depending on where Jesse commands Waylon to go, if he says get down below deck and start firing, I will 100% go to the cannons with Jory or maybe take out some of those Porta Magic users. Just, you know, don't miss. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Yeah, so start gathering your dice. Do not roll until I say so. Because in the last couple of episodes, you were missing some dice and you could have gotten more raises. Oh, good to know. We have sea legs, by the way. We do, yeah, both of us. I believe we also have Aragos and Ship Origin. Always gains one additional raise. That's just you, right? Every hero on the ship. What I like to do when I know that I have a raise, I like to just take a D10 with the 10 up and just put it aside so that I know that I already have one ready to go. That's a good point. So I'm going to do that. So my quick reflexes sailing. Quick reflexes allows you to act as if you had one additional raise. So if you roll seven raises, you act as though you had eight. So when you're using sailing, you have quick reflexes giving you a boost in initiative. Because I am using my long gun in this scene, I'm going to use my sniper perk to plus one when using a long gun. Sounds good. I'm taking four from finesse, three from aim, plus one because of sea legs, plus one because of sniper. One automatic from the ship, and then I would have to spend the hero point to gain two bonus die while using my signature weapon, but I'm not going to do that. Okay, why not? Because I have plans. Specifically, if anything happens to our ship, I want to make sure that I've got my sorcery in reserve to keep us afloat. Could also get some remainders and I could get some danger points and you could get some more hero points. So it's entirely up to you if you want to spend them now. That's very true. There's also a possibility that you don't get those. True. Because you have signature item, you can spend a hero point at any time. Right now, for the dice-specific things in advantages, they only happen at the dice phase. You can't activate your ability to roll some dice later in the sequence. They only happen at the dice phase. Hmm. You know what? 
I'm going to take that risk. I think I'm going to spend that hero point because I'm rolling so many dice. I think that there is going to be a higher chance that I'll wind up with a remainder. I also have some things that could happen that would give me bonus hero points. Mm -hmm. You can activate those now too. You can tell me, hey, am I doing the mission and protecting the crew? Am I doing a thing? Oh, that's true. Yup. Check your quirks. You're going to find those underneath your backgrounds and check your virtue and or hubris to see if you can't get any more hero points right now. Yeah, <laughs> I get a bonus die because Jesse has a concussion. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, any dramatic wounds you have grant you bonus dice. Do you have two dramatic wounds? Because that gives me bonus dice. Nope, just one. Unless you consider a concussion two dramatic wounds. No, it's just one. For doomed, if I take any dramatic wounds during this sequence, specifically one or more, I can activate my hubris. All of those are now hero points. I still have them, but they're now hero points. Oh. Say I have three dramatic wounds and I activate my hubris, now I have three hero points just to go fucking ham. Okay. The only other one that'd be useful right now is when I put the needs of the crew above the needs of the mission. Technically, the mission is still to get to Makaro as fast as possible. We are still doing that, so that does not apply here. What's your other background quirk that grants you hero points? Earn a hero point when I seek to preserve a natural wonder, and doing so gets me in trouble. Ooh. It's that last one that gets me in trouble. I mean, does he get in trouble if it's not his idea? It gets him specifically in trouble. If I don't follow through with this plan, Jesse's going to be furious more than he already is. As a player and as Wayland, I am not willing to risk that. So I'm going to hold off on that. <laughs> That's fair. The main goal is to get the Red Ghost into our possession. We're going to trade places. <laughs> so... What do your pools look like, gentlemen? 11 die right now, plus the one raise that's already a raise. How about you, buddy? Not a ton. I have seven dice, one raise. Did you guys take your two for flair? Ah. Uh, you didn't give it to us until now. I don't like to assume two for flair until you tell us. Well, always assume that at the beginning of each session, you get at least one for using the trait and skill combo. You always get that one at the beginning of each session because it's literally the first time you're doing it. So always assume you have that one. The second one is narrative flavor. If you don't tell me what you're doing, which you don't have to, by the way, lovely listeners, if you're not as creative as some others at the table which is absolutely okay and you can't think of exactly what narratively to say it's just one die that you're just not getting i enjoy it when they tell me as much detail as possible as to what they're doing in a scene and so i grant them flair so yeah if you don't tell me i don't grant you that one bonus die if you do tell me you get one bonus die that's all yes so i am choosing uh finesse and aim finesse specifically if there are any physical things that I'm going to need to be doing, like running around the ship, doing some acrobatics things. Aim specifically for A, if Jesse tells me to go down with Jory and man the cannons. B, especially with my guns, to just cause chaos on the crew of the Red Ghost. Oh, you know what? After we roll the raises, I have a question. Okay, well, I will have an answer, so we'll get there. <laughs> Jesse, what are you doing? Me, I'm doing uh, Resolve and Sailing. Sailing because he's got the helm, 
and resolve because I think that he's going to need a bit of... He's working through a concussion. He's working through a concussion and he needs some extra composure when dealing with the eels and the storm and the now probably pretty angry red ghost. So he's got to focus. Okay. I will say that that is something that you did use last time. And even though this is technically a new session, it is not the same. Should I should I get rid of this then? You could also just describe to me another way you could approach it if you wanted to keep the die. The only other thing that I would suggest, Evan, is you could use wits in this situation because you are doing some crazy maneuvering right now. This is some crazy on the fly, Captain. I need to plan my trajectory and make sure that my angle is correct and make sure that all of my cannons can fire because the red ghost is coming up behind us and there's a sandbar and I just dropped my anchor. This is a very witty thing to do. Yeah, wits 100% applies. I mean, I have one more in wits that I do in resolve. Oh, do wits, bro. Look at that. Not only do you get to keep your flare die, you get an extra die. So he's thinking on his feet with a concussion. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he's got it. You got this. So you also have the crew. Now, last time I gave the crew 10 raises. That was very extremely generous of me because normally they get 10 dice and they roll. Yes, it was. So that was super generous of me and that will be the only time I ever do that. Because they are 10, you can either roll and see what you get, or you can accept half of what their strength is and just get five raises to then split between the two groups. Captain, what do you think? Let's do five in the event that we get less. I agree. So your crew has five raises, and because this is technically ship combat, they can do ship things. So, of course, this is actually something that Evan brought up to me a while ago about how we don't just have 10 people on our ship. That's silly. He's correct. You don't just have 10 people on your ship. You have 10 officers on your ship. You have a bunch of extra people that are underneath them that don't get any screen time and have no names and whatever. You have all the extras on your ship. Yet. We have red shirts. Yeah, you've got red shirts. Uh, you have Wilhelms. They run the guns, they swab the decks, they do all of the stuff that the officers don't do. If you've watched Master Commander, you only really focus on like the quartermaster and the captain. They're running the guns, they're commanding their people is what's happening when the crew gets raises. You can do gun stuff, cannons, all of that. They are loaded right now because Jory preloaded all of them. They can fire, but it takes five raises to reload all of them. We're doing one pass, so I think we only really need to fire them all. Technically, you could turn the ship around again and do the other side, but that's not what you're doing. Jesus Christ, that's excessive at this point. I mean, look, I wouldn't be against it, but we're also on the move. We're trying to stay on course, yeah. Yeah, trying to stay on course, trying to escape a storm, trying to brave these eels. If all of that wasn't there and it was just you and the Red Ghost, maybe. Can I just say, I love that Jory is the master of big guns and Wayland is the master of little guns. I am the master at arms, thank you very much. I am in charge of everyone's guns. Master of small guns that aren't cannons. Very little guns. You know what? It's because I'm not compensating for anything. You hear that, Jory? Fuck you, Master Glarewall! Yeah, yeah, it's what I thought. <laughs> it's still funny to me. So yes, 
And then there's also sailing, making sure they catch the wind correctly, making sure you're maneuvering as best you can, making sure the anchor is done. It boils down to guns, navigation, maneuvering, and repair. So whenever the ship takes hit, you've got Hawthorne and Ursa and all of those people taking care of all that. So you've got your crew working to run the ship while you guys are doing your thing. You've got five raises for them. Jesse, uh, since you're captain, you can split them up into groups of three and two, four and one, whatever. I mean, I think I'll do the same thing that we did last time on deck and below deck. I do want to get you out of the mindset of doing top deck, below deck. Oh, okay. Get into the mindset of guns, repair, navigation, maneuverability. But we can only have two groups. Yes, you can only have two groups. But that means that, Jesse, since you're at the helm, you're taking care of maneuverability. Wayland, since you're on aim, you could technically take care of the guns. So then that leaves navigation and repair. Right. I'm on navigation. Sorry. Maneuverability and repair. Got it. Maneuverability involves the anchor and the sails and the sweeps. If you had sandbarred, you could have used the sweeps to get out of it. That would have taken time and things like that. So you have five raises to split between maneuverability and repair. Got you. Can we roll our dice before we make that decision? Yes. Yes, you can. So the consequences for this action sequence are thus. The eels are a capital H hazard with a threat level of eight. All characters involved must spend collectively eight raises to brave the hazard. They have the destructive element, which I will explain more when they actually use it. At initiative zero, they will deal two critical hits to all ships unless braved. The storm that Jesse has summoned will show up at initiative five. All ships will take one hit for each initiative, it remains in the storm, up to one critical hit at initiative zero. The opportunities here is that every raise spent towards maneuverability decreases the time in which the storm shows up. You can outrun the storm. So if you spend up to five raises towards maneuverability, the storm will show up for you guys at initiative zero, which means you won't take any damage when it shows up because you'll be outrunning it. Also, other consequences will arise. Other opportunities will arise with the narrative. But these are the ones that you guys need to keep in mind going into this. The Red Ghost was going to fire on Initiative 3, which will just deal a critical hit to La Rosa if up to three raises aren't spent to prevent it. You can call her the Rose. The Rose. Okay. Thank you. Her technical written name is La Rosa Blanca, but everyone refers to her as the Rose. So if none of these consequences are taken care of, the Rose is going to take three critical hits at the end of this. How many critical hits does it have in its wheel? Four. Fuck. Four before it is crippled. And fun fact, it's just like Heroes. When you hit four critical hits, the ship becomes crippled. I would have to spend a danger point and a raise to sink the ship. Whoa, let's not destroy my ship! <laughs> so <laughs> don't let her get to four critical hits. We are not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And you guys are not spending hero points to help each other, yes? I spent my hero point to get two extra raises. No. Fuck Wayland. Thanks, Cap. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Wayland. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you too. I have ten dice and two raises, by the way. 
Alright, yeah, I have 4, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 dice. Fantastic. The eels have 8 dice, so I will be rolling for them as well. Alright. Alright, let's fucking do this. I will be rolling for Stroud as well. The Curse of or Captain William? Captain William Stroud. Great. It's not a vampire. Thank God. We've got enough of those to deal with. <laughs> now, you guys can roll. Don't fuck me. Because I have rank three in sailing, I get to re-roll a single die. And I can also re-roll a single die because I have rank three in aim. Mm-hmm. And do not forget that you have Luciana. If your pool does not look good, you could always re-roll any number of dice. My pool's looking pretty good, actually. <laughs> Hang on. Holy shit. Okay. And remember, gentlemen, we are making sets of ten by creating little clumpies. And then once they hit ten, you move that clump, start a new clump. Use your crow brain. <laughs> We've gone over this before, but just as a reminder, how many dice can we add up to ten? As many as will add up to ten. Okay. I have eight races. How many do you have, Wayland? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. I've got seven races. I have one left over. Me too. I will buy it. And I will take that hero point. Thank you. Now I get two danger points. Which means I start with four danger points, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy. Alright, that's okay. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been way worse. I'm gonna activate his hubris. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, villains get hubrises. I know. Activates his hubris, everyone on the rose is dead. Nope, I just get two extra danger points. Oh god, you have four. Fuck me. <laughs> I have six. Oh, no! Is this a bad time? <laughs> I am spending two danger points to grant four extra bonus dice to Stroud's pool. How about you not fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a moment of weakness. <laughs> I'm sorry, what are you? what is he doing? What dumb shit is he doing? <laughs> He's rolling dice. He's getting his raises ready. <laughs> Sick. Pat will be fine. Oh no. Oh no. I hate all of this. I have questions. What is that question you have? Because I have an answer. Can I spend a raise to say that there are black powder barrels on the deck of the fucking <laughs> the fucking red coast? No. I know. Sorry. Uh, it was a long shot. Maybe if it was a dramatic sequence, I'd let you, but they're not that dumb. Nice try. So, you've done rolled your raises. The crew has five raises. How are you going to allocate them? Well, we need to spend eight collectively. Evan, I do have the hero point to spend on men's ship whenever we need to. What does men's ship do for our lovely listeners? I spend a hero point, touch the ship, could be mine, could be somebody else, and mend five hits to the ship, excluding critical hits. And that is for each point that I have in Menship. And right now, I have taken one point in Menship. Nice. You can heal up to five hits. When you hit rank two, then you'll heal up to ten. 
And the reason why that's so crucial is because even though the critical hit remains, in order to get to helpless, all of the hits have to be filled. Oh, that's okay. I didn't know that. Depending on the number of hits that we take, I can take care of most of them. If we get hit with a cannon, that's one dramatic wound? One hit. One hit. And just like heroes, every fifth is a critical hit. Think of your ship as another hero sheet, where instead of wounds and dramatic wounds, you have hits and critical hits. So every raise put towards harming the ship is a hit. And after four critical hits, your ship becomes crippled. Now, while it's crippled, it can be boarded, all of your stuff can be taken, you and your crew can be captured, bad things happen. If your ship is hit again after being crippled, then your ship sinks. For each raise you put towards firing the cannons, that's how many hits it deals. So if you put three raises to firing the cannons, that deals three hits to the ship. Yeah, we've been in the writer's room for a very long time. So... Yes, we have. So, maneuvering or repair. You have five raises. How are you going to allocate them? I say we put one to repair and we get all four to maneuvering. Four to maneuvering and one to repair, yes? Yes. Number one, record show. Here we go. So, you have turned the ship. It is now at an angle where all of your cannons are facing the Red Ghost. You've missed the sandbar. The Red Ghost is heading straight for you. And Stroud, who has eight raises, gets to go first. Fuck me. Even though I also have eight? Yes, villains get to go first. Got it. Waylon, you see on the very front, at the very helm, this man who is impeccably dressed. Wide brim hat, large curly black wig. The brocade on his coat shines in the blaring sun. He has a smile like a devil all the way across his face. And he points and says, fire from the front of the ship is the sound of what could be construed as cannon fire. But when you look, you see that chains are being shot from those cannons. Yep, that's okay. That's all right. All right, all right. The chains smack into the side of the rose. Jesse, you hear the sound of glass shattering and all sorts of terribleness. Something heavy is attached to the wall of your captain's quarters. Great. Wayland, the rose has been chain-shotted with these gigantic grappling chains, the Red Ghost is gaining, even though there's not quite enough wind yet because Jesse has just summoned the storm. We are still moving in the direction that we were, yes. You're still moving, but now you've got these chains attached. One is below deck where the cannons are. You heard Jory screaming, and one is in the captain's quarters. Hawthorne screams as if they have been shot. <laughs> yep. Jesse, we're at eight. To set the scene a little bit, after that has happened, the eels are going nuts. They've been smacking up against the hull of the ship. Ursa has been trying to communicate that, you know, something terrible is happening. Got Mama Coco up on deck. You did see one of the eels smash through the porthole, and it's 
trapped in her quarters right now. The wind has just started to billow into the sails, and the storm is coming, and you know it. It will be here, and it will be savage. All right. I remember that you are using wits and sailing. Fuck it. All eight raises out the window, dumping four into the hazards. I'm dumping four into the maneuverability to get us moving. So uh, Spend four at a time. That way I don't have to basically eliminate you from the narrative. Four for maneuverability first. Great. Awesome. Fuck yes. <clears throat> Roz, put his sails. Let's get moving. Ay, Capitano! He starts spewing out orders in rapid-fire Castilian, and people are moving. There are ropes flying around everywhere. There are sails being drawn and lifted, and main yards are being tilted and moved. They catch the wind. Now you're moving at a very good clip. How far away from the Red Ghost? You are within shot distance. Wayland, think you can hit them with our own chain shot? I think that might be manageable, Captain. Get to the guns, aim for the mast. The main mast. Aye? Aye. Good man. We are at Sevens, Wayland. You're next. <laughs> yes, so I am immediately jumping off and getting to the cannon deck as soon as I can. Use the chains and just land on the chain and swing yourself back up into the cam's quarters. Absolutely. So what Wayland does is he runs, jumps off the side of the ship, uses his hook spear and slides down the chain, hooks off and flips right into the hole onto the cannon deck. Amazing. You dive through the hole. What the fuck are you doing outside the ship? Having fun, Jory. Come on, let's rock these fuckers. Jory shouts to his crewmates, boys, let's get those ladies looking nice and pretty, aye? And they all go, aye! And they, they're aiming the cannons and getting ready for the shot to broadside. Meanwhile, Agnes and Jory and a bunch of other people are hacking away at the chains to get it out of the ship. I have a question. I have an answer. If I use men's ship, can I say that the planks push the hook shots out? You have to remove them first. That's fine, then I won't do that yet. The four raises Stroud has spent to lock you, Jesse just equalized that those chain shots are gonna be gone. You don't have to worry about that. Can I spend raises right now to help brave the hazard? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And will that end my turn? Yes, that will end your turn. So I am going to spend three raises right now to help brave the hazard. And I will say to Jory and the rest of the cannon crew, All right, Jory, grab your ladies and hold them tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Jory, as you're saying that, kicks out. It's like a big anchor. So he's kicked it out, and now there's a huge hole, but it's gone. And you hear the chain fall into the water and get reeled back in. He goes over to his cannons and is making sure that his line is set up and everything is ready to go for the inevitable broadside. Agnes takes her axe and runs up top because there's another chain that needs to be removed. Mama Coco comes down the steps. Don't shoot them. Don't shoot the eels. Please. Mama Coco, it's all right. Just be fine. Don't shoot them. Just, and she actually like leans backwards, holding her head and holding onto the railing and sitting down on the steps. She's actually having a hard time. There's something wrong with Mama Coco. Not just, holy shit, there's chaos going on, but Jesse and Wayland, you've seen Mama Coco in chaotic situations and she's usually very level-headed and calm. 
She seems very out of it. I can do it again. Coco, take a breather. You'll be all right. Jesse, I can make them go away. Jesse puts a hand up, not even looking at her, but just puts a hand up to her as if to say stop. Okay, so everything is at four. The maneuvering of the crew is at four. Stroud is at four. Both of you are at four. And the eels are at four. Eels are going to go first. I am going to spend a danger point and all four of those raises to deal a critical hit and four hits to the ship because they are using their destructive element. So as Mama Coco is trying to tell you, don't hurt them, don't hurt them, she visibly grabs her forehead, screams, and the eels start to rock the ship and start battering at it. You hear more glass breaking. You hear planks splintering. Down below, Waylon, you hear Ursa roaring. And then you hear the sound of water. The Rose has taken a critical hit and four hits. Stroud at four. He lifts his hand. Audra, who is at the railing, sitting on top of it and shaking it. Say the words, say the words, say the words. Is this a bad time? And they fire their cannons. Everyone brace for impact. They deal six hits. So five hits and then another critical. Wayland, you're down below and you just see splinters of wood. Jory actually grabs you and, and gets down. It's just chaos down below. Up top, Jesse, the railing gets hit. The boards behind you, the more glass of your windows start to shatter. The railing off to his right splinters and just like flies all around him. There's a gust of wind. He grabs his hat and puts it back on his head. <laughs> Dramatic bastard. I love it. Hawthorne is screeching in rage and sadness as they are frantically telling anyone who will listen, down below decks, now! We need to keep the Rose afloat. They grab one of the people running by. and This is no time to panic. Get down there. Waylon, you see Hawthorne jump the stairs and slide down the railing to the bilge. Arsta, I know you don't like me down here, but guess what? I'm here to help. And you hear just an approving roar. Still at fours, Charles and Agnes at this point and Cosette are making sure that the anchor is up. Their crew of people are doing whatever it is they can. Agnes goes down into the captain's quarters. You hear her shout, Sorry, Captain! As more glass gets shattered and the chain gets ripped out of the rose. But you're free now. And now you're moving faster than the eels. They were just a boil of writhing mass beneath you, but now you're actually starting to feel yourself pull away from them. Jesse and Wayland, you're both at four. Who would like to go first? I think I went first last time, so go for it. Alright, cool. I'm gonna dump that hero point. Okay. And Wayland, this time, as Jory is on top of him, he's like, You alright, lad? Hi, are you? Hi. Now let's fix this ship. And he just claps his hands together, full metal alchemist style, and just pumps 
green healing energy into the decks of the ship, almost as if time is reversing. Five of those hits of the ship are just healed. So, two crits. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm writing, I'm trying to write it down as it's being said. Your sorcery only costs technically a hero point, yes? Correct. I would like you to spend a raise as well. Okay. I am well within my rights to ask for that. <laughs> yep, that is fine. No, that's fine. That'll then end my turn. You slap your hands together, heal the ship. Jesse, you see the railing that had just splintered and took your hat starts to grow back together and twist. I almost want to see, like, from the water, those splinters actually come back and, like, dust back. And, the, and his hat goes the other way and he grabs it, puts it back on. But those same splinters repair and join in the, the railing. And I like to think that there's hints of almost fresh bark on some of the ship. Oh, yeah, you could smell it. It's like regrown wood. So the four rays that Jesse has left is going to be put into the eels. Everyone keep an eye out for those eels. Don't do anything to harm them. We're going to aim them onto our new friends here. Hi, Captain. So that is seven spent out of the eight to brave. Jesse is all spent. And then there's one on repair. So remember that you still have crew members on repairing. Wayland, you're at three raises. Yes. The maneuverability right now has gotten you very close to each other now. Pat, are you going to use your raises to fire? Yeah, I'm going to fire the chain shot at their main mast, and I'm just going to pull it down. The ship has now turned entirely so that you are now face side to side with the Red Ghost, and you can see very clearly now that there are, there were seven sorciers standing in a circle at the front of the ship. There are six of them, and one of them is just... It's like if a paintball exploded. Oh, God. But in this circle, that was the ritual to go through the ways. Someone had to die, because there's no way it would have worked otherwise. Yikes! You see the woman that Wayland had the interaction with at the Bucket of Blood on the railing in front of the helm, pointing, cackling madly, and then she like slaps the railing and is like shaking it vigorously. And you see William Stroud give you a look from across the way. How many raises did it take for Stroud to fire all of his guns? Four. He used all of them. There we go. He technically does not have any raises left. That's what I'm talking about. All right, cool. Jesse looks to Captain Stroud. Good day, Captain. Jordy, let the ladies dance. Fire! And how many raises to fire? You could technically spend one. All right, yeah, perfect. So the Rose has how many guns? 17 or something on each side. Is that right? The White Rose is an Aragostan brig, which has two main masts and is square rigged and has anywhere between 15 and 20 guns. Fuck yes, unload. So nine regular shots and one chain shot. So they are taking five hits, a critical hit, four more hits, and then another critical hit. So they're taking two critical hits from this broadside. Let's go. And I have the chain shot aimed at the mast. The goal of that is to destroy that mast. It's the two metal balls with a chain link between them and it shoots and it just spins and it wraps around and just connects and shatters the wood. Yep. Cool, got you. I was picturing the hook shot. Their chain shot is more like a grappling hook. 
Yeah, it's more like the hook shot from Zelda. Theirs is a hook shot. Ours is a chain. They're like metal bolos. As it fires and connects, the balls spin around, and then as they clink against, it just splinters right through the main mass. So there is an opportunity here, Wayland, if you would like to activate it, to learn something about Stroud. He's a little bitch. Yes, absolutely. I am also spending a danger point. Oh, F. <laughs> okay. Okay. The cannons go off. Everything goes off at once. You see the deep red hull of the red ghost just start to get punctures in there. People on the top deck are flying off. The Wilhelm scream is happening again. You take the chain shot, swivel it around, fire. We see the camera follows the chain shot as it starts to spin and spin and spin and spin and smacks the mast. The two balls smack each other splinter into shrapnel and we follow the shrapnel as it heads towards Stroud who's standing there at the helm. We see Audra turn around, stand up and open out her arms as the shrapnel peppers her back. You hear Waylon scream, no! She falls forward onto the helm. We see a piece of shrapnel misses Audra when she falls. It hits Stroud directly in the heart. He looks down and a man across the deck grabs his chest and falls over dead. Oh my God. Oh God, you have to kill the crew to kill Shroud. Jesse, you see this woman stand up and block the shrapnel shot from hitting Shroud and she collapses over the helm. And he turns the helm so that Audra's body just falls and then turns it back, tips his hat, and now we're at we're at one raise. So I see Audra fall. I look at Stroud, I look to the cannons, and peer right in to see where all their black powder is stored. You can see it. it if the aft is back here where Stroud is, it's at the very front. You can just see it as one of the last portholes of the cannons is moving away. You've got literally maybe like a three-second window to fire. Waylon raises his gun, takes aim, fires. I'm spending another danger point. The sorcier that was on deck, the one that you saw, Wayland, that had the actual hand, the rest of them have been hit by cannon fire or shrapnel. They've been taken out. That sorcier runs up to the top of the helm, slashes their hand again, a portal opens up, and they grab Shroud, and they grab Audra, and duck into there, and then it gets closed. The camera zooms in on Waylon's face, and as he fires, it follows the shot through the air into the porthole of the other ship, right into their black powder storage, and ignites. Man, I love Sniper Elite. <laughs> the powder room explodes. The entire front of the ship is just tin can opened up from the top, blown to bits. There are sailors flying around everywhere, and as you guys are getting away, the ship beaches and is marooned on that spit of sandbar. And the wind is at your back, and you are gone. That's when the storm shows up. 
It's like a time lapse, and you watch it happen within seconds. Clouds appear. They go from white to gray to darker gray to black. The seas start to churn from 10-foot waves to 15-foot waves to 30-foot waves. The winds, which were whipping and filling your sails, are now at the point of tearing your sails. That's how powerful they are. And you go. It's violent. The seas start to churn. The eels, which were attacking your ship, disperse and leave. Wayland, you can see them. Their shadow moves away. They move away from the sandbar, away from the red ghost, away from this storm that just suddenly picks up out of nowhere. Anybody on the top deck is holding on for dear life because they could get blown off. There are a couple of close calls. Can we see the storm behind us? Very shortly after you've gotten enough distance, you can no longer see the horizon. You can see the maliciousness, the violence of this storm and how unnatural it is. It's almost as if the sea is trying to eat the sky. Seems our boys are in for a storm. And remember, not all storms are physical. We will have to see what comes on this horizon. We'll see you next time. Be safe and well.